Welcome back to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm Max Burvey, a senior on the men's alpine ski team. I'm sitting here with Aaron Rubenking, and this is the fourth podcast in this month's series of goal setting. And this one, we're really going to talk about, about fear. Hi, everyone. I'm Aaron Rubenking. I'm the associate director here at Psychological Health and Performance, also known as PHP. So, Aaron, the first question I have for you today um, is how can we tune out the fear aspects of goal setting? So this is anything from failure, injury, embarrassment, et cetera, anything you can think of. Yeah, this is a really good question because these fears come up all the time and they're very real and they can really impact our performance. So I think it's really important to acknowledge the fear and not try to pretend like it's not there. Um, Similar to last week, this is where mindfulness training comes into place. So once we acknowledge that we're having a certain fear, then we can ground ourselves in the present moment over what we actually have control over. So that would be the process and the performance goals. So another way to think about this is what can I do in this moment to get me closer to my goal, regardless of what I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling significant fear, I can still take action in this moment that will get me closer to my goal. So it's kind of seems that we have, we, we, we as athletes will all have a fear for each, each step and each goal, whether it's the process, the performance or the outcome. But if we rely on the previous one, so if we are, if we're afraid of the outcome goal, we can rely on the performance, the performance goal. Um, if we're afraid of the performance goal, we can rely on, on uh, the, the, pr- the performance in the process. So the next question I have is, do you have any mental techniques or physical th- techniques that we can use as an advantage or just to make sure that we are not led as a disadvantage through these, um, these fears? Yeah, absolutely. So fear and stress are very similar in our body. And what we know is that our peak performance happens in an optimal window of stress. And I know Dr. Brown had talked about it in the previous series of the podcast. So what we want to do is to get to that optimal level that we can use to our advantage. So too much fear or too much stress can be a huge disadvantage. And likewise, if we don't have any stress or any fear, we might not get to that peak performance range. So I think part of it is just acknowledging that we need a level of fear, we need a level of stress, but to find a way to channel it into the moment. So those seem like great ideas and you know, obviously easier said than done. So what are some quick tips you have for us? Because I know I need them. Yeah. So they might not be that quick today, but I think there's a couple approaches we can look at to try to work through these fears or to work through stress that might come up during competition. So a couple ways to approach this is to either target the thoughts with the goal of calming the body down, which we refer to that as a top-down approach, or we can target the body in order to calm the mind down. So we think of that as a bottom-up approach. So depending on you and your situation, certain techniques may work better for you. And so part of this is like trial and error. You need to figure out what works best for you in your specific sport and competition. And so try a few things out, see if it helps. And then, you know, after a few tries, if it's not, try something different. Um, so let's say if let's say you're having a lot of 
negative thoughts that you're going to fail and you're in the middle of your competition. So it's important to recognize that these are just thoughts and we want to start to separate from them. One way to do that is to start labeling our thoughts as simply that, they're just thoughts. Our thoughts are not facts, and the more that we can separate from the idea that they are, the more we can then decide what thoughts to pay attention to. So think of it as we're gonna turn the volume up on the thoughts that are helpful for us in the competition, and we're gonna turn the volume down on the thoughts that are detrimental to our performance. So sometimes I think it's helpful to look at it kind of like we do a ticker tape on ESPN or on the news. So there's constantly new thoughts that are scrolling. The more we can become aware of this, the more we can practice focusing on the thoughts that are helpful and letting the unhelpful ones scroll by. So that's just one technique to use if you're really noticing your thoughts are getting in the way of your performance, your thoughts are really impacting your fear. Remind yourself they're simply thoughts. You can still perform. You can still take action. So think of the process goals, even if you're having negative thoughts. So another approach, so the bottom-up approach, would be where we target the body in order to help calm our mind. So this can be done a lot of different ways. So some examples would be deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, even through exercise. In a competition, if you notice that your body is becoming really tense and causing stressful thoughts, so you're getting tense and then all of a sudden you're having thoughts that I'm going to fail or I'm going to get injured, it can be helpful to use your breath and pair it with a cue related to your sport. So ideally you'd practice this during training so that it comes more naturally during your competition. It could be something like every time I line up at the start line, that's my cue to take three deep breaths to reset. And it could also look like every time I line up for a free throw, I'm gonna use my breath to anchor me before shooting. So the more we can practice using our breath to calm our bodies, the easier it becomes in competition and really trying to find a cue specific to your sport to help you remind yourself to be in the moment. Well, those are some definitely great techniques. And you know, I really wanted to ask these questions um, just because I know all athletes are going through things like this. and are constantly battling with it. And I, I like the three different ways we look at these goal settings, process, performance, and outcome, because you can look at them through through the root of your season. So, you know, at the beginning of the season, you can set an outcome goal. And throughout the season, you have your performance goal. Towards the end of the season, you can, you know, focus on the nitpicky things, like the things that are going on maybe today, okay. in the next hour, in the next whatever it is, and th that play. But I think these things are all super beneficial. And I know my season's about to start up, and I'm just kind of, you know, starting to think about what I want out of the season. Yeah. And, you know, along the way, I'll, I'll create the other goals. But yeah. um, I'm going to finish up with a quote here. Don't believe everything you think. Thoughts are just that. Thoughts by Alan Locos. Aaron, thank you so much. Thanks, Max. Thanks.